It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have 18 amazing flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and try yours. Also use the promo code LOCKEDON and you will get $10 off your first order. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Lockdown Devils podcast here on the Lockdown Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. It's day two of a crossover. That's right. John Chick of Lockdown Rangers is back for another crossover episode, and we have a lot more to discuss from yesterday. So if you hadn't checked out yesterday's episode, basically we talked about Rooney, we talked about Kincaid, we talked about the futures of both our teams, and you know what? Uh, the thing is, I, I really admire what the Rangers are doing with uh, their rebuild because they're not rushing anything. They're not trying to make any splash trades. They're not trying to make any splash signings. When I say the Devils should have made a splash signing, I am by far just kidding because I just feel though we should take it slowly like we need to take this slowly and surely we're not going to be back in the uh, deep run of the playoffs for another few years so I, I, I hate to get people's hopes up but you know what or to get people's hopes up I, I meant shatter people's hopes because listen we're, we're nowhere close to getting to where we want to be but hey anything is possible someday just uh not today so yeah we're going to continue to cross over and uh yeah we have a lot more to discuss and I hope you guys are going to look forward to it and, uh, yeah, I think I've talked long enough. I think that's about all I have. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We have more free agency news for the New Jersey Devils, so we need to talk about another trade they'd made, another signing they made. We, we have a lot more to discuss. Free agency has just begun, and you know what? There's only just so many episodes I could do, so uh, bear with me. So get ready for a whirlwind of more episodes, analysis, uh, interview breakdowns. Uh, we'll go back to the draft and talk about our rookies. Just, I have so many ideas. My head is spinning. I, I know normally tell you guys what I'm going to do because, you know, nothing really happens during the offseason or, you know, but prior to the draft, nothing was really was going on. So Lightning win the championship. That's it. It's pretty much a dead period. We just talk about the draft. We talk about other things. But, you know, as soon as the draft ended, free agency begun and uh, it all went to hectic. So, you know, it's, it's all wild right now. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, get ready for a whirlwind of episodes. Just my, like I said, my mind is spinning. I have so many ideas and just uh, a, a few episodes in me to do at them at a time. So, uh, yeah, let, let, let's uh, bring back John in. But first, uh, oh boy, uh, I, I think I need to inform you guys something. But what do I need to inform you on? Uh, oh yeah. From the best-selling authors of the Daily Stoic comes the ultimate stoicism guide to success, resilience, and virtue. To accept what you cannot control and adapt what you can. Sports teams across the country are applying this popular philosophy by using Stoicism's key idea. You control how you respond and play. You don't control what the refs and fans do or how the ball bounces. It's about what you did to adapt. Lives of the Stoics, the art of living from Zenu to Marcus Aurelius, is available now wherever books are sold. All right, listeners, let me level with you for a second. Talking about erectile dysfunction is never easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, oh, I lost my mojo, or 
or we avoid it all together with excuses like I had a long day at work or sorry honey I'm not just feeling it uh, I'm watching the New Jersey Devils game uh, can we just cuddle instead but with Roman it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication it's simple safe and totally discreet with Roman you could get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. How do I get started, you might be asking? Well, it's simple. Just go to GetRoman.com XXX and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be so tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Again, go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off of your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. You know how we do it on this show. Usually I repeat my advertisement so that way you don't have to rewind it and so that way you get the point. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. All righty, let's bring back John. John, take it away, or me, take it away. You know what? Let's just continue with this crossover. One player that I wanted to ask you about, and you touched on him a little bit just a second ago, but that's Corey Crawford. Um, you know, the Devils give him a two-year deal worth a total of $7.8 million. Uh, do you like this move? Because he is getting a little bit older, He's, but he, you know, at the same time, he knows what it takes to win. He's won a couple of Stanley Cups. And uh, I suppose you guys really just needed a goalie now that Corey Schneider is no longer in the fold. But, I mean, how do you feel overall about the, the signing of Corey Crawford? I like it. I, I think he still has a lot to offer. And, you know, we, we know a lot about having old goalies because, you know, Marty Brodeur was with us for, like, what, 20 years or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, so it's like we know a thing or two about uh, trying to keep old, old goalies. But, um yeah, I mean, uh, his record, uh, 16 and, and, and 20, um, you know, goals against average 2.77. So um, I think he'll be solid. He'll definitely be a better option than Corey Schneider because I was thinking, like, okay, Corey Schneider is gone. So uh, last offseason, I mean, last season, it was usually just uh, Blackwood and Schneider alternating positions, and it was a matter of who isn't doing that bad, like who's n- not the worst. So – Right. Yeah, we can't do that. I, I was thinking, okay, Blackwood is going to be starting like what uh, seventy or something games for us. He, he's going to step up, and then literally a few hours later, it was announced that Corey Crawford is coming to the Devils organization. And I was like, okay, this, I think this is decent. Okay, he, he's not the player that he once was, uh, like back in two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, but he still can uh, help us uh, at, in the long run, and. Um, I haven't really touched on him too much in my show just yet, but um, I I think um, it's interesting, to say the least. It's very interesting because we're signing, a, like you said, an older player to a two-year deal. So I think Fitzgerald is like, we need to win now. And I'm just like, "Uh, okay, I think, are we going to shock the world? Or like, what what, what are we doing? But, um, yeah, I, I... I think it's a, I think it's a decent move. I mean, he's not like I said, he's not the player he once was back in, uh, back in the early 2010 period. But you know, it's all right. What could happen? What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, the other thing too, I think you know, when you've got a guy who's you know gone through the Stanley Cup playoffs and won a couple of championships, I think you know he walks into that locker room with a certain amount of credibility. And I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I got to imagine you know being a Devils fan or you know even being a player on the Devils. And seeing this lackluster goaltender play over these last few years, it's got to be kind of demoralizing when you've got guys who are 
letting everything go by them. And, you know, Crawford at the very least, you know, he's going to, he's going to make some nice saves every now and then. And I, I feel like maybe that can lift the spirits of the team a little bit. I mean, I don't know if you want to weigh in on that as well. I mean, uh, yeah, we, we need a lot of help. We need a lot of help. Like, uh, Blackwood played, I think, B. And, um, Corey Schneider, it was, it was sort of like, uh, oh man, what player were we talking about? We were talking about, uh, Kincaid, where, you know, he started off good, but it was sort of like a train crash. Like, you know, yeah. you know, he's, uh, chugging on the, on the, uh, train tracks really well, slips, and everything goes, goes wrong. Everything goes AWIRE. Like, um, uh, you know, that, that's what, uh, Corey Schneider was like. Like, he started off well. Um, and, and I thought he would be a great goalie for our organization because we added him, I think, when Brodeur was at the um, tail end of his career. Um, so I think a season or two before he decided to go to the Blues for, for his final season. So, um, yeah, it's definitely demoralizing when we have someone like Marty Brodeur. And those are big shoes to fill. So a lot of people don't know this about Corey Schneider, but he's actually like tops in, in, for Devils goalies in games played, um, goals against average, um, I, I believe saves and things of that nature because he's been with the Devils organization for so long, long anticipated, and yet people are going to forget about that because towards the end of his career, um, he he just um, he he just uh, fell off. So <laughs> just what we do, and uh, it was at the point where we've actually waived him a couple times. No team wanted him, and uh, we, he had to be sent down to our minor league organization. Yeah. I figure, you know, switching gears a little bit here, um, would you want to talk about the draft and, and the Devils? You know, they, they take uh, Alexander Holtz at the number seven overall pick. And, you know, you, me, and a bunch of the other lockdown hosts, we did a mock draft a while back. And I remember, I believe you wanted Jamie Drysdale with that pick. Was that right? I did because yeah. uh, J.D. was so, um, he was so hooked on the fact that the uh, Ducks were going to grab uh, um, Holtz. Because I touched the, the the thing is I, I talked about it on my show um, back in August and I was like literally one, one of the topics we did was Alexander Holtz to the New Jersey Devils and because I was so confident that he would go there because um, because I I saw it on mock drafts I saw he was ranked like seventh out of all European skaters and things of that nature. And, but J, but uh, JD was like, no, 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 Alexander Holtz is coming to us, and it's going to be uh, surefire. I was like, okay, let, let's find another player. And I wanted Jamie Drysdale because I was like, the Devils need help defensively. And, of course, this was before I, uh, they announced that they were going to get Murray. <laughs> and so I was like, I want Drysdale because I think Drysdale will help us defensively. He'll be a great uh, fit into our organization. He's kind of small. He's like five foot. He's like five foot eleven. But you know. He can gain some muscle, or you know, eat eat McDonald's every day. I don't know, and just um, <laughs> and, and, you know, just put on some weight. Let me tell you something about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, 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 sounds like 
like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go. I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member fdic uh yeah um i actually want to ask you a question because i don't think we touched on it enough lafreniere is just like uh, is there any chance that he could be like um like uh sydney crosby like put up sydney crosby patrick kane like uh or sydney crosby and, and patrick kane, you know type, type uh, numbers yeah, I mean, I think certainly the potential is at least there. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, given the fact that, you know, he's yet to take his first NHL shift. But, you know, everything you're hearing from analysts is that this guy really is a generational talent. He's one of the best players available in the draft in a very, very long time. So I think that kind of upside certainly exists. I mean, you watch his highlights and, you know, I realize the QMJHL is not the NHL. He's going to have a tougher time uh, in the NHL than he did in the QMJHL. But, you know puts up the video game like numbers it looks like he's just moving around guys and they're just standing still he really just is on a whole nother level in that league and by all accounts you know also he's got all the intangibles he's got you know a competitive mindset he's a leader for you know the qmjhl team or Muski that he played for and you know the sky's the limit and i think you know coming to the rangers he plays left wing i think in due time i don't know if this will happen right away i think he'll make the rangers opening night roster i don't think they're gonna waste any time and have him in the ahl or anything like that I don't know. I, I would imagine he'd probably be on the third line to start things off. But sooner or later, I think he's going to work his way up and, uh, you know, possibly be on a line with Mika Zibanejad. I think that could happen at a certain point, and that could really get him going. Uh, Capo Caco, obviously the Rangers took him second overall this past this past draft, you know, before this one. And I think at a certain point, you're going to see the two of them on the same line. It'll be fun to see what they can do as well. So, I mean, I'm thrilled about Alexi Lafreniere. I know that, you know, Trey, the last time we talked, we mentioned, you know, is there any chance that the Rangers might bungle this and take somebody else, or would they trade the top the top pick? And I didn't think so. You know, I thought it really was about a 99% chance that they would just, A, keep the pick, and B, use it to take Lafreniere. But, you know, I think it also makes sense that they at least, you know, left that door cracked a little bit. If a team came along and just blew their minds with a draft offer, then they could at least hear them out. Uh, but... You know, this is an offseason where the Rangers really have a lot of difficult decisions to make. So let's not overcomplicate this thing, man. They completely lucked into getting the first overall pick. Just take the guy that everybody's calling a generational talent and just move on. And that's what they did. And I'm thrilled about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can thank Lindy Ruff, our head coach, for helping you guys because he made your defensive <laughs> line, uh, with the exception of Adam Fox, absolutely atrocious. Uh, yeah, I asked you that question because uh, it was just interesting for me because uh, 
Because, you know, I heard from a couple of people saying that, you know, the Devils could actually maybe take, like, Quentin Banks. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Something like that. Um, and also, what was I about to say? Uh, yeah, I, I heard uh, Sabres, um, Sabres were, like, interested in getting your first overall pick, maybe, like, for Jack Eichel or something like that. You know, Yeah, there were. Here, I believe. There were some Jack Eichel trade rumors that were kind of floating around, you know, leading up to the draft. And I heard, you know, some rumors that maybe the Rangers were interested in him. But, you know, the, I, I never really bought into it because, first of all, the Sabres, they had just made a trade to acquire Eric Stahl, who I believe is 35 years old. And he's definitely on the last last year of his contract. So if you're the Sabres, why would you make a move like that and then turn around and trade your franchise player in Jack Eichel? That, that would make no sense those two moves directly contradict each other. And I don't know. I mean, Jack Eichel, you know, he is making a lot of money. That would be a lot of uh, contract for the Rangers to take on. He is a fantastic young player. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't intrigued by the idea of trading for Jack Eichel, but I don't know. I just never really thought it was in the cards for the Rangers. And, you know, I talked about it a little bit on my show. You know, it would be fun to see him out there with Artemi Panarin and this, that, and the other thing, but I never like fully bought into it. And again, the fact that they had just brought in Eric Stahl, and now they bring in Taylor Hall on just a one-year deal. You're going to turn around and trade Jack Eichel? Like, that just wouldn't make any sense. So, I, I no, I, I, I can't see Jack Eichel being moved. Maybe they saw uh, that maybe Lafreniere could be like what, what you were saying, which is, like, he won't be in the AHL and will just play in the NHL right away. I don't know. He could make a difference. You know? That's true. That's true, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know, though. I mean, are you going it, to— be it'd be a risk on both sides on your guys' end. Yes. You get an already proven player, but at the same time, how high can his ceiling go? And for them, it's like you have an unproven player. So is he worth the hype or will he just fall off? So it's a risk on both sides. Exactly. I'd rather have Lafreniere, you know, on an entry level contract where obviously he's cost uh, controlled rather than taking on Jack Eichel, who I believe, I can't remember exactly what his salary is, but I'm sure it's at least north of $8 million, and I think it's getting toward, like, even $10 million a year. I would have to look that up, but yeah, give me Lafreniere all the way on that. Uh, salary is $10 million. Wow. Yeah, see, that's a lot, and I, I'd rather just take our chances again with, with the generational talent there. Yeah, so they signed him to an eight-year contract with uh, $10 million. Uh, this was... Back in uh, when was this? Back in uh, 2017, October 2017. So yeah, you you would still have them for a few years, but at the same time, 10 million per year. That the the Devils. Uh, we we have like, oh my god, uh, we we have Subban to like, um, we have Subban. We have Subban for like eight years, 72 million in general, which is nine million a year. So. And you're saying that eight million is a lot. Well, I know it's a million dollar differential, but still, it's like, uh, yeah, I, I know that feeling. It would be a huge risk because with he doesn't live up to that, or you yeah. know, things of that nature. So, you know, that that you do have a point, but yeah, it was just something interesting, and I wanted to get yeah, your thought yeah. on it because I never never asked you about it. The other thing too, just one more point that I'll make on that topic is, you know. I believe Mika Zibanejad is a free agent uh, in two years. He's got two more years left on his deal with the Rangers. If you bring in Jack Eichel, I don't know how you get Mika Zibanejad re-signed. And I, I don't want to say goodbye to Mika Zibanejad because he's obviously he's somebody that just keeps getting better and better uh, and coming off a career year with the Rangers. And, you know, I, I'd love to see him stick around, possibly even as the captain. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, like, if, any, if 2020's taught me anything, anything is possible. <laughs> a- anything and everything is possible. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one last thing that I thought we could do here. Uh, you know, we talked about Taylor Hall a little bit. Uh, what did? What was your reaction to seeing him? Uh, one year, eight million dollar contract with Buffalo because obviously he's a former Devil. They trade him to the Coyotes. Now he signs with the Sabers. Um, did that catch you by surprise as it did with me and a lot of other people? Him going to the Sabers. Here's what I said: WTF? I'm like, <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to win. Now, why are you going to the Sabers? Sabers suck. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you might as well just <laughs> stayed with the Devils. Like, reside with us because at least we have a few pieces that have potential. Whereas you just have Jack Eichel, who, who like you said, eats up eats up the contract. You got Stahl, who's uh, in the tail end of his career, one year deal, and, and you sign with the Sabers for one year deal. I hate to break it to you, but they're not they're nowhere close to a championship or bust kind of team. They're they're no. like uh, sneak into like they're like what the Devils are right now. We could potentially sneak into the playoffs if we get lucky and get off to a good start, but. Uh, <laughs> they're not championship or bust. They're, they're like, you know, they're, they're like playoff filler or bust. Right. Exactly. Exactly. They're one of those fringe teams. And you know, the way that things tend to work out for the Sabres, what'll probably happen is we'll get to the trade deadline this upcoming season. They'll be in about ninth place or so. And they'll think, Oh man, let's go for it. Let's keep Taylor Hall and not trade him. And then they'll miss the playoffs and they'll, they will have signed him for absolutely nothing at that point. Well, uh, at least they didn't trade for him. That's all I could say. That's the risk I have with uh, with uh, uh, Murray, with Ryan Murray, because I fear that, like, what if we lose him in free agency and now we traded him for essentially nothing? Or yeah. what if we trade him and that fifth-round pick from the um, from the Blue Jackets ends up becoming, like, a stud or something, and we, we, we get the lesser half of that trade by trading him away and, we, and, we'll, and our return package isn't that good? So, Or what if he just gets injured? And, and, and can't contribute, and he signed long term to us. So I, I see a lot of like uh, what ifs in my in my scenario, and you know I'm reading a lot of reports saying we shouldn't fear um, Ryan Murray will resign uh, long term with us. I'm like, if I know anything about contracts, nothing is set in stone until his name is cited, signed on the on the dotted line. So right. you know that that that's my thing. But you know that could just be being paranoid or whatever the case might be. Like I said, it, it was a fifth-round pick, you know. Last fifth-round pick to do something, you know, huge, you know. You get a few diamond interrupts here and there in the draft, but it's not like we traded away at, like, our first or our second-round pick. So, you know, right. that, it, 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 it's just a lot that can happen and just stuff I take into consideration, which is, okay, I know it's exciting. I know we have a household player now, but keep in mind, you know, here's his contract situation and here's his injury situation. So, that's just some of the stuff I wonder. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I figure uh, we can wrap up there, but uh, Trey, this was a ton of fun. Just like the first time we will absolutely have to do this again uh, sometime in the off season here uh, before the puck drops for opening night next season. Right. I, I actually wanted to do a crossover with you after we got uh, Lindy Ruff. Cause I wanted to get <laughs> your opinions on it, but yeah, um, I, you I, know, I, I'm glad, glad we did I, this crossover for what, the second time. Yeah, I believe this is our second one. And, you know, I mean, with Lindy Ruff, I know a little bit of an underwhelming hire for the Devils. I just have a gut feeling he's going to do a little bit better than a lot of Devils fans think. I Maybe I'm just a glass-half-full kind of guy. Maybe I'm just wishing good for, you know, somebody who has an affiliation with the Rangers. But, I don't know, I guess we'll have, just have to wait and see uh, what happens with Lindy Ruff there in New Jersey. Well, we, well, we have Mark Greckie to probably help us out. So, 
uh, uh, I have some hope, not high hope, but some. All right, fair enough. All right, so, uh, yeah, Ranger fans, Devil fans, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Well, there it is. The end of the two-part crossover of me and John breaking down uh, some signings, some trades, uh, opinions around the league. We talked about all sorts of things. We were all over the board. And you know what? It's just so much fun to talk about hockey with a fellow Locked On colleague. I love doing crossovers, getting different perspectives. So I hope you guys enjoyed this two-parter and analysis between John Chick and myself. And there might be more in store because, you know, Rangers and uh, Devils, we have some history. We don't like each other. So, uh, yeah, expect some more crossovers with John if I can help it. So, uh, yeah, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you in the next episode. So keep an ear out. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.